From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland edition for the week of August 16, 2012. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, and Tony Smittell. Mary Jo is away this week. In this week's show, Nancy will eat her way through the cozy cones, and Tony and I will talk about our one-day Adventures by Disney trip to Hollywood. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid-fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, team. Hey. Hello. Greetings. And Eating my way uh, through the cozy cone. Oh, you like that, don't you? I I like it when you say crud when you're talking about eating. That's kind of disgusting. Uh, I'll talk more about it later. Oh, oh, see that we we didn't set that up either. either. No, and you know we 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 kind of covered Cars Land in a whirlwind, so I think it might be good to go back and and talk about some things in details like the segment this week with the Cozy Cones. Oh, yeah. And Wayne, you'll be happy to know that I lived up to my name again the last couple weeks, uh, Traveling Tom. I was away from home, what, five nights and two weeks or something like that. But this last weekend was awesome. Uh, I was down for Destination D, and I, it's it, you know not really travel-related, not something that people can plan vacations around until two years from now, so we probably won't talk much about it on the podcast, but there, I, I've done a couple blogs. Those are out there, so you can take a look at pictures and... and www.disunplugged.com Thank you. But, yeah, like, well, 30 yeah, seconds into the show. Okay, everybody's taking the shot. Kick it down now. <laughs> but that was just such an awesome weekend. Um, I think we've all been doing quite a bit of travel. We have. We have. Oh, my gosh gotten out uh, a couple of times myself and had a couple of really good adventures. Um, we spent a big weekend at the park last weekend. Yeah, we're, we, we are, we're kind of n- new kids on the block, basically, with this uh, media uh, stuff. Oh, uh, uh, oh, we're going to have to pay royalties oh on that, dude. Um, new kids on the, on, on, on the block. We're, we're, the, we're the new kids when it comes to being getting the, the media access. And so this weekend... I was doing stuff that I don't want to say I had had no business doing, but it's just surreal. The things I was doing, sitting across the table from Goofy, you know, from Bill Farmer, sitting across the table from Catherine Beaumont, uh, that was the voice of Alice. Um, oh, excuse me, sir, could you scoot over? I need to roll Alice Davis's wheelchair in next to you. Nice. Yeah, I mean, she's such a wonderful lady. Too. Yeah. Well, and I'm sitting there with her and Margaret Carey, and and oh, let me drop this one on you. They just discovered the face model for Tinkerbell. Really. Well, Margaret Carey, of course, everybody knows was is well, not everybody, but the figure model was the figure model. So they had this this picture of this blonde lady. That Roy Williams from the Mouseketeers was sketching a, you know, taking pictures of and sketching pictures of, and they didn't know who it was. They thought it was somebody in ink and paint, one of the, you know, one of the ink and paint girls. So finally, um, 
this lady named Mindy Johnson is writing a book called Tinkerbell and Evolution that goes all the way back to J.M. Barry's story and traces the evolution of Tinkerbell. And so she's like, you know, she had this book ready to go, and they're like, well, we – and she's she didn't want to publish because she had this picture, and they didn't know who it was. So finally somebody else mentioned that they knew the lady that was Tinkerbell, and she's like, wait, 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 is it this? And they put it together, and they found this lady named Jenny Mack. She was an ink and paint girl at, at Disney, and she was the face model for Tinkerbell. How cool. So, you know, they had up on stage Jenny Mack next to Margaret Carey. It's like, I think one of the media people referred to it as Frank and Tinkerbell, but because it was one head and one body. But it was just the the stuff they came up with was was interesting. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. Um, It's okay, you don't ramble often. Since we're telling stories, I was in uh, Disneyland a couple of weeks ago with some Diz friends, and we were talking about my segment that I did a couple shows ago (laughs) on the Crockett Canoes. And so we we were just walking around, and we decided to go over and do the attraction. So we're standing in line and chatting with some other folks who happened to be in front of us. And when it came time to actually get on the canoes, we sat front in the canoe and the couple that was in front of us sat behind us in the canoe and we rode the canoes and paddled our hearts out and had a great time and got off the ride and headed up the stairs to the exit and the gentleman is standing there at the top of the stairs turns around and says excuse me are you wayne and i go yes holding my hand to my head he goes we heard your story on the podcast. This is why we were riding the canoes just now. Oh my goodness! Wow. It was it was like it was like Twilight Zone. It was like okay, out of fifty thousand people in Disneyland on this particular day, someone not only recognizes my voice but is there at that attraction, and we're both there for the same reason. It was it was odd. Nice, awesome. Um, I should give a shout-out to, we had a meet on Friday, a small meet, uh, shout-out to Michael and Carol and Carla and Lindsay who came, and there was also another table of Dizzers who sat at the other side of the restaurant, and they th- thought they knew who we were, but didn't come over, but hello to all those ladies also. Um, going back to what we're talking about is running through Cars Land and Buena Vista Street, there were a couple new things that came up in middle of June with all of this that kind of slipped slipped through the cracks. One of them being the instant concert, Just Add Water, starring none other than Goofy. Did anybody finally have a chance to take a look at that? I did. Yeah. I got a chance to see it. It's kind of fun. I thought it was great. Okay. But maybe not the, for the same reason that a lot of other people went and saw it. Okay. What was your impression first? Um, I thought it, to me, it's not something that I'm going to go plan on seeing, but if I'm passing by and they say, hey, it's starting in a minute, I will stand there and watch some, you know, along the same lines as the Dapper Dans or, you know, the Disneyland band or something like that. I thought this was a marvelous use of the fountains especially for being a daytime show. Uh 
They I had to throw in the goofy, goofy thing. Um, without it, it didn't really have a Disney theme. If you think right. about all the other things in the park that are show-related, all of them have a Disney thing. And if you were to just do the water show without any of the projections or whatever, you might have the music, but you wouldn't really have a Disney thing. So I think that's why they threw in Goofy. Uh-huh. So I'm watching the show, but I'm not paying attention to Goofy at all. I'm just looking at the water. And to me... It's one of the best water shows out there. I mean, it actually made me like World of Color, and it was because I wasn't distracted by the projections. I wasn't distracted by all the other goings-on all around. I wasn't distracted by the darn ears. (laughs) I just saw the water and the water dancing, and I thought it was marvelously choreographed. They used some tricks that... Quite honestly, during the regular show, you just don't notice because there's so much else going on. It was synchronized to the music. It was interpretive. I thought it was great. I had a marvelous time. Do we know how many songs there are? I didn't count. Okay. I I know they only do one at a time, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. but um, I love the voice. It was that classic... Goofy cartoon narrator right. voice. I'd love to know who that was, but it was like, you mean that guy's still around? <laughs> it could be one of those guys like, uh, what's his name, Mark Silverman, that does like the Rod Serling, and he does all kinds of weird bit. Is, is, is it the Disney? It's not the Disneyland voice. It's the, the goof, no. The, it's the one you yeah. hear on all the classic right. Goofy cartoons. Yeah. It probably is, you know, not the original one because right. goodness yeah. those cartoons were made so long ago but it reminded me of you know like the goofy cartoon right. where he's the auto mechanic yeah. or the one where he's you mm-hmm. know trying to do stuff the how-to series yeah. the how-to's yes it was yeah. that voice yeah. and that made it fun too yeah. Yeah. although goofy is just goofy i'm sorry yeah and I, and I found myself watching him more than the more than the fountains watch the fountain the fountain is reminiscent reminiscent of what i used to do it's probably why I liked it. What's your opinion, Nancy? I en- I really enjoyed the fountain work. One of the things that we were kind of in that area a lot during the weekend, and I never heard any overhead announcements that it was about to take place. Mm. I didn't at either. All. Uh, yeah, I, I did when I when I was there a couple week, weeks ago. I heard you know, starting in ten minutes, and it was actually the the how to guy's voice doing the announcements. Huh. Oh. Yeah, no, I heard no announcements the entire weekend, and we spent a lot of time in California Adventure. I wonder if that's but it was, localized it was all, just to that area. Yeah, it was. I, I, was I had to get it. I, I was all the way over in Cars Land, yeah, I was which in, isn't really that I was far in, away. I was we on were bench Little Mermaid and didn't yeah, hear it. See, that's, that's right in the area. That's right there. Yeah, we were at Little Mermaid. We were at um, we were at the Jellyfish No, you wouldn't have heard of the Jellyfish. It, it, yeah, I think you have to be in the, the little Mermaid plaza area. there. Yeah, it was the, good. The park. I, yeah. I recommend it. I recommend people go see it. And Dancing with Disney over at the old Millionaire Stage, Stage Seventeen, started also. Yeah. Uh, I I peeked in and felt kind of dirty, so I left. <laughs> Lily and I. I, I, I felt too old to be in there alone. Yeah, Lily, Lily was kind of hesitant about it because she doesn't like to dance in public. And we went in and spent about a half an hour of that, and she's got a thing about characters. Mm. Oh, yeah. Having characters too close to her. Mm. Sure. <laughs> and she's five and a half. Well, and the, and the mix of characters in there is kind of 
wacky oh anyway. Yeah, I thought it was a great mix of characters. You know, you had Timon. When I was in there, it was Timon, King Louis, the genie, Cruella, Smeon Hook, and another one. So it was a fairly large and fairly diverse segment of characters. Want to hear something fun about Cruella? What? She boogies down really good. No, the, the movie, the movie. Lisa Davis, sorry, going back to Destination D, Lisa Davis told a story about auditioning. She was the voice of Anita. Uh-huh. And she was in a horrible old movie that she's embarrassed of starring Zsa Zsa Gabor. <laughs> and, you know, oh, she, wow. was, she was one of the background people. In, but, you know, spending time with, she was able to do this spot-on impression of Zsa Zsa Gabor. So she went, she, you know, probably promoting the movie or doing something. She was on a couple of talk shows and they had her do this impression. Well, Walt Disney saw it and he wanted Cruella to sound like Zsa Zsa Gabor. And so he brought Lisa Davis in to, to read for it. And it, he was, Walt Disney was reading Anita and, and Lisa Davis was reading Cruella DeVille and it just wasn't working and so finally she says, Mr. Disney, would you mind if we switched? And he's like, well, do you think you're more of an Anita? And she's like, yes, I think I do. And so that's how she got the part of Anita for 101 Dalmatians. Cool. Yeah, sorry. Segway. That's neat. That's neat. Um, so do we, I, I'm, I'm assuming Dancing with Disney's just for the summer. They haven't said. I would think so, but it, I imagine if it's mildly successful, uh-huh. you know, they may keep it longer, but who but, knows? Yeah. I mean, it's a good use of that building. How many, I enjoy, one yeah. of the things I enjoyed about Dancing with Disney was they had the big giant projection screens in both corners. The DJ uh-huh. is centered on one wall, okay. and then the characters are spotlighted in zones on the floor. Nice. I love the funky furniture that they put in for parents to sit on. Oh my it's, god, it's did you love those couches and right? chairs? Yes, leftover left from Electronica. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but um, they had all that stuff in there and they would focus on the different characters when they played different songs and so each character would come up for its spotlight numbers and so they would rotate on the floor, which I thought was kind of fun. Um... No shortage. Oh my God, the guy, uh, Captain Hook can. Good save. Thanks. Captain H- Hook can cut a rug like nobody's business. <laughs> and he was in messing with everybody, you know, really boogieing down. Same with Cruella, man. She was just. I, they they must have either sent them to extra dancing training or something because they really really great dancing. You know, I some of the other characters it. dance more like themselves as characters, but yeah. I took a peek in there myself and then got to talking to one of the cast members about the the whole thing there, and the cast member implied that the. The party, the facility, the what was going on there was interactive, almost suggesting that 
as the kids danced, the lighting would react to what the kids were doing. Now, I didn't see that. Did you? I did not. I just thought I, if, and if they did, it was so subtle, but it, it seemed more like it was coordinated with the music. Okay. And the different songs, because the moods of the songs changed, you know, changed the lighting. Whichever character was the lead character, there was a little more lighting towards that end. No, this actually but, isn't. It, it, it's a pretty good good idea, especially for something new in this park, because Disneyland has these one-off little shows like um, the thing they do with Alice and the Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one, the musical chair show, and the the other little pirate show that they used to do with Jack Sparrow over in New Orleans Square for a while. So this is kind of cool that they're starting to do these smaller, impromptu daytime shows over at California Adventure as well. I saw something the other day that I don't know that I've ever seen or know existed. Um, I went into Disneyland on Friday, and the Firehouse Band was playing. Um, in front, in front of the, of the firehouse? Out of the front of the firehouse. And Chip and Dale were out there. Oh, I've oh, seen yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they were they were doing a choreographed routine team yes. to Me and My Shadow. Yep. I'm like, I, and then Goofy has a couple. Yeah, Goofy comes out and does does a, does a Macarena-type routine. This yeah. is why I spend so much time on Main Street. This is when I when I start getting into Main Street, I can rarely leave it because you catch all of those kinds of little things mm-hmm. that go on all day long. Yeah. And it was it was it was middle of the afternoon. It's like it just happened upon it. Yep. Um, Happening upon stuff seems to always be the way to go. It's just it's yeah. just magic. Well, and I'm sure you've all spent enough time now at Buena Vista Street. There's a lot of that same kind of stuff Oh, my going. gosh, yeah. I had another ice spend, cream bar. I'm embarrassed. You can spend <laughs> any amount of time you want and never get bored just hanging out there on the street. And Okay, so what was it? Not this last weekend, but a week before when I was down. It was miserably warm, humid back there. Mm-hmm. And I had I had walked around. We were trying to update all our our menus online, and so I walked around to all the California Adventure restaurants, getting pictures of all the menus. And I was just beat, so I grabbed a soda. I sat on those those bar stools in in Fiddler Fife and Practical Cafe, mm-hmm. out facing out toward the fountain. Grabbed yep. a copy of the the bugle, the bugle, and just sat there and chilled for probably an hour. Isn't that great? Just watching the fountain, watching um, Five and Dime. I couldn't really hear Five and Dime, but you, you could watch them. and It's yep. just the place to be. It was kind of interesting. Every time you know, they have the, the Carthay Fountain there, every time there's a show with either Five and Dime or the Newsboys, they turn the fountain off. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I think it's just logistics. I think it just might be too loud. Probably. Just don't try and board the red car trolley when it stops in front of the animation building, or the cast members will yell at you. Oh, really? There's, that's not a place to board? There's a big sign 
It says Red Cars Trolley, and it's right in front of the animation building, mm-hmm. and it's right on the other side of the street in front of the smoothie place, and it looks exactly like the Red Car Trolley signs that are at Buena Vista Street and Tower of Terror. And so I'm standing there, and I see both streetcars come to the middle, uh, because that's where they pass, and they right. stop, and they open the doors, and people get out, and I'm waiting my turn, and everything's clear. And so I put one foot up on the trolley, and three cast members yelled at me. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, sir, this is an exit only. Oh, Ooh, and I looked around, first. kind of pointed to the sign, going, says red car trolley, I didn't do anything wrong. What's no, but then it? they so, said, "Wait, are you Wayne?" Yeah, don't you the guy that talked Go about ahead. the yeah it's the okay. canoes? What's interesting is is they when they're going to do the Newsboys show, they'll continue to run the other trolley from the entrance up to Carthay and back. Yes, and then at night, I think they do it the other way. They close down the the Buena Vista Street loop and just do Carthay to Tower of Terror and back. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting that at least they're they're still doing some of it, even though they've got other things going on. Um, shows well, didn't really- you and I see that, Wayne, didn't you and I see the, uh, the car going from Tower of Terror? Oh, yeah. Real late at night. Yeah. yeah. Real late yeah. at night. Yeah. Both those shows on Buena Vista Street are really great. The, the mm-hmm. Newsboys show with animated talking... Flashy eyes, Mickey. That that one's nice. That yeah. one's really good. You just you just burst my magic bubble. Sorry. <laughs> Animated talking, flashy eyed Mickey. That's really Mickey. Well, of course it is, and he's got flashy eyes. He's just an adjective. I didn't say it wasn't Mickey. Of course it's Mickey. Mickey talks. <laughs> Before we lose Nancy, okay, um, there we go. <laughs> housekeeping, <laughs> be done. housekeeping, chat night, Wednesdays, 9 p.m., be there. If you need to contact the Disneyland team, dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. Um, Wayne, do you have any housekeeping? Um, one or two, if you okay. don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Quick I test. forgot I to mention, question. let me just sneak this in. Yeah. Um when I was out at Disneyland on the canoes, <laughs> I was with my Diz friends Jeff and Stacy, and we ran into Jason and Darlene Harton, and they were the ones that said hello. So shout out to there all of go. y'all. It was great seeing you, and to everyone else, when you see us in the park, and I know you'll know Nancy. She's the loud one. Excuse me, mister. I have a unique voice, Toygo. <laughs> Recognized in a, in a park of 50,000. You're welcome. Say hello. We like it. We do like it. Um, I managed to call Ask Otto. Oh, okay. He, yes. he was, Did he answer? He was very entertaining. Um, Better than this Surrey? Is, this is voice recognition. And he has a very nice, non-computer-sounding, pleasant voice. As and, pleasant and as he yours. Asks you, say that again? As pleasant as yours. As pleasant as mine, but not really eloquent. Oh, okay, like, nice. He likes to say, hold on a minute, and then they'll... He'll he'll like start humming. He'll he'll hum zippity doo dah or whatever while he's while he's thinking about your question and trying to go find the answer. I think he's just teasing you. Exactly. 
so uh, the the thing he he will give you he, he gives you an amazing amount of information, but you have to ask for it all. But he does seem to know quite a bit. He knows about park hours. He knows about show schedules. He knows about wait times. He knows about uh, admission costs and like that. The one um, suggestion I would give to everybody is keep your questions simple. If you say, what time does the park close tonight? He'll be able to answer you. If you say, how long is the wait at Radiator Springs? He'll be able to answer you. But if you give him a question like, so I'm thinking about going to the park late tonight. I was wondering if it's too late to see the water show after I go to Ariel's. He'll just give up and say, here, let me give you to a cast member. <laughs> and you get like two ch- two chances. He'll like not understand you twice. And then he says, here, let me give you someone who, who can help did, you out. Did you ask him what time the 3 o'clock parade was? I didn't ask that. I should. <laughs> But it was it, it, it's it's entertaining and amusing. But I did find it helpful because if you, for example, say, and I heard this example, so I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow it from the source I heard it from. Say Radiator Springs Racers is down, and you're in Disneyland, and you're just waiting for it to come back up. Unless you have Mobile Magic, which you may not be able to get that. Yeah. Status when you're in Disneyland from the other park. But if you call Auto and say, what's the wait time for Radiator Springs Racers? He'll tell you if the attraction's up or down. So that, that I found very helpful, nice. very useful. Do you think you know, it's better or than Mobile Magic or? Not better, an interesting addition. Okay, they're, cool. they're clearly playing with some of this additional. Yeah. Media technology, like being able to email your uh, dining reservations, which right. works very well, by the way. Yeah. And the Ask Auto thing, which yeah. is it's just a takeoff on a call center voice recognition system. But you know, it's Disneyfied and it yeah. works and it's it's fun. Excellent. Get another quick want, one. Do we want to talk at all about what has happened over at Flows? Has anyone eaten? At flows recently? Has no. anyone had to stand no. in line at flows? No. We uh, we ate for last last weekend, but or how's the yeah. wait? How was the wait, and what what day and time? Date and time. Um, it was Saturday at okay. dinner. How late? About seven or seven thirty, maybe eight. How many cashiers? Actually, there were about three or four. Okay, so this this may be the problem. I had lunch at 3 p.m. on a Saturday. Well, that's your problem. Uh, apparently so. <laughs> it's, well, when you sleep in till 12. Yeah. And well, I get a lot of bed. I, and I like staying up late, and I like no, I, park at I'm 12. With you. I'm with <laughs> you. They should be serving breakfast at 3 is what you're saying. Precisely. <laughs> well, after standing in the queue line, which wasn't a bad wait, but then you know how they do it at Flows, I was ushered over to the cashier. I am not lying. I am not exaggerating. It took 20 minutes to place my order. Dear. And there were only four people in front of me, two on each side of the register. And then, once they took my order, it was 25 minutes to get the order. 
Ooh. And it was clear that the backup was in the kitchen. I mean, even if they had more cashiers, they wouldn't have been able to service it. I don't know what was going on, but I... I have read on on the boards that other people are seeing the same thing. I think I think our our opening party has already disappeared. So I I, I don't know how to tell people to watch out for this. I guess. Yeah, no, they, we had we had. It could issue, have been a fluke. I don't know. We had issues on the preview weekend, but I wrote it off to. We ordered. We had a special order. We ordered it with the sauce without sauce. See, and we had trouble. Ge- and I had had wonderful times. We were up and out very quickly. Yeah, but Corey and I had good times too. I, and again, I would I would chalk this up to something exceptional or unusual. Except I saw threads on the boards on this. I'm not mm. the only one who's seen this. I wonder if they had to maybe change something out, or maybe they didn't count out the number of dishes correctly. For- what did you order? It was straight off the menu. Nothing complex. No, no, no. I mean, what did you order off the menu, though? Don't blame the victim. (laughs) No, I'm just asking what he ordered. Because depending on what you order, you know, what happens... Because it's it's like rotisserie, isn't it, that they... Well, right, and if it's not, not twenty-five if, minutes, no. If they have to take the, if they have to take the oven down and power flame down off of the oven, uh, off of the room. Okay, so so you're saying that. You didn't order they raw They could have picked that time to do their clean, because most restaurants shut down, but restaurants like this don't shut down for a period. As, as I said, I would believe that this was an off circumstance if I didn't read that many other people saw this too and were also wondering what's going on, which is why I thought I'd bring it up. Okay. So my only advice is maybe ask the cast member at the door, so how long before I get my food? Not how long is the wait in line, but how long before I get my food? And maybe hope, hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll, they'll improve it there. Okay. I, I hope so. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the new Matterhorn cars, which are so cramped you can't even stand in them? I thought, yeah, I thought you had been on those before. Is this your first time? Yeah. 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 I I was not so, a happy camper. It's not an improvement, is it? It's not an improvement. It's yeah. considerably worse. Matterhorn used to be one of my top three favorite rides. And my biggest clue was as I'm standing in line and I'm watching every adult as they're, you know, they're, they're now parked down at the bottom before they're just about to go up the lift hill. Every single adult had their legs cocked back in the, in the cockpit there. And every one of them looked, looked cramped. And there's, there's a great thread on the boards. And man, it's running about 95% of people really hate the new cars. And I'm, I'm right there with them. And the single rider line, forget that. That helps not at all. Really? And it's the way they're loading. They're not loading, you know, there's, there's three and three. Right. So it's not like they're taking two people from the regular line and then a single rider to fill yeah. out that car. They're taking two, two, and two. They're taking two, two, and two and splitting up a party of two between the two cars. Really? Yes. The only time they take a single person out of the single rider line is when they can't fill 
the full six out of the regular line and wind up with a car with a train that has five people in it. That's I, that's different because I don't think they were doing that initially because I, I think initially it was that's the single rider line was moving quicker because they were doing two and two I, and then one I, and one. I mistakenly f- forgot that there was a single rider line at all. So the very first time I rode, I was in the regular line, and the line took about 25 minutes, and, and it was at the standard, you know, very far back of the mountain, come all the way, you know, around the side and get it get on. And that was about 25 minutes, which is normal. That's the, about as normal as it always was. And I was timing because I wanted to see, did anything change? So I got off. I held my back a little bit and got You're getting old, the, Wayne. You know well, it, but I'm telling you what. Excuse me, ride designers. We have a rough, bumpy ride, and you put a hardback chair in the car. Excuse me. Can't 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 wait for the lawsuit on that one. Yeah. Anyway, got off. Got in the single rider line. Now the line size, I didn't look at it, but it couldn't have changed that much. So 25 minutes in the regular line, 23 minutes in the single rider line. And it was because they took single riders so infrequently. I'm sorry, like I said, I'm not a happy camper. I'm, I'm in fact very disappointed. Wah. Now, now that you brought down the room, and that's Wayne's yeah. complaining for today. Thank we'll you, thank you for that, Wayne. Our next Wayne. Ooh, we could I, I, call I this segment Wayne's Wayne's Wines. Wayne's, I like it. We have story okay. time with Wayne, and we have Wayne's whining. Nice. I like it. You get, you get noticed in the park. Someone basically says, "We do what you tell us to," and then <laughs> yeah. you got to bring us down with that. You should have done it opposite. Start with the bring down, and then maybe in the box set you can release the. Uh, a new version with a different... The ending. director's cut. Yeah, the director's cut. Does anybody else have housekeeping before we... I have a bunch. Yeah. A couple oh, things. Oh, I'll, give you, I'll give you one. Make, there we go. Choose wisely. Hey, man. Hey, man. I got a couple things. One is a correction, so it's technically not a housekeeping. Um, last show, I stated that it looked like the Buena Vista Bugle was going to be coming out quarterly. Well... Guess what? Issue number three they're, was available last week. Printing those puppies like crazy, yeah. So it looks like it's um, it looks like it's more of a monthly kind yeah, of thing instead of a quarterly kind. I of think thing. maybe it's because they're printing show information and stuff on the back. It's probably when things yeah. change. And well, I tell you, these suckers are appearing on eBay already. So interestingly enough, I have a whole set. <laughs> I'm not selling unless it's body cash. You read them anyway. So that's my Buena Vista Bugle story correction or commentary correction. Um, since we're on a winding rail, it, what about that wimpy excuse for chocolate cake at the Golden Horseshoe? Okay, that's that's done. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute. The mile high chocolate it's cake? Gone. It's, it's gone. It's gone. Gone. Wait, wait. There's a little tiny thin single layer chocolate cake in there now. Uh-oh. My mile high cake is gone. It's I'm going to have to in the little protester. Announcing to all dizzers, we're having a march on the main gate until they bring back the mile high cake. Are you serious? I Are am. You, I'm totally serious. I went in and I looked at it. I think I even took a picture of it. 
or lack of it. It, it, it looks like a single layer flourless chocolate cake. That's not right. With a little I'm ganache on top. Not even a decent icing, a little ganache. I mean, not that ganache isn't a decent icing, because it really darn well is, but still. Next thing you know, they'll be taking away my Dole Whip. And next on the Food Network. And then, <laughs> and then before the show, I had another one that I had on my list for, for housekeeping, that there were fewer beach balls, and the cast members were at Luigi's um, flying tires, and the cast members weren't giving them to anyone before you got on board. Well, then Tom pops that bubble and says uh-huh. what? They're gone. They're gone. Apparently that came out today. So well, we're, record, we're recording Monday, so yeah. Yeah. Looks like beach, beach balls are gone at Luigi's. But you know what? It actually, I noticed with even like a third of the number from opening week that it was so much easier to pilot your tires. Yeah, because you're not worrying so, about the stinking beach balls. Well, no, there, I mean, there was more space. Oh, okay. Because when they had, what, about 20 beach balls in there originally, mm-hmm. when they weren't in people's hands or after they'd been thrown, they all ended up in piles right. in the corners and stuff and it took up a good chunk of the airspace so there you I go like and, it, and so it made it a lot easier to sail across so with no beach balls at all there's going to be a little more space in there to actually you know bumper people and stuff Okay, okay, everybody bring your own beach balls, and we'll all get on together. And, when and, then, count go, three, and then go have chocolate cake. cake. Yeah, and then, of course, remember, be <laughs> careful when you wear your skirts. For those for those women wearing skirts and dresses, just be Marilyn careful Monroe when you effect. get out of the... Yes, Marilyn Monroe effect until it shuts, until it actually fully shuts down after you get off. <laughs> <laughs> this happens to my girls every single time, because they always love to wear dresses. But let's see. And then one more Carsland-related um, housekeeping. Remember we talked about, I brought up the, hey, have you seen the buttons? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we actually played that game um, over the weekend. And there are six Cars buttons that can be found from those from the retail locations. And we actually have a list. Um, there's Speedy McMuffler, the red one. Princess Diamond Lane, the pink one. Blue Turbo Bird is the blue one. Happy Hybrid Smile is the green. Uh, Dizzy uh, U-Turn is the purple. And we were told, um, because we earned those five with a mix of just walking up and asking people and then actually being grilled pretty with pretty good quiz questions, um, trivia quiz questions, um, we were told that it is very hard to find the yellow one now, which is Cabby Darebreak. Why is and that? And these are the names of the cars on the attraction? No. No, I think they're just made-up names on these pins. On the, the, these little special collector buttons. Oh, okay. And okay. they're free. Keep in mind these are free. Now, there's question as to whether the yellow one's actually been retired I saw somebody with one on in the parks on Friday. Okay, so I, well, when we were there, they were like, oh, it's hard to find. None of the locations have it. I'm, I was assuming they meant none of them have it right now. Cause I can't see them necessarily discontinuing a button. But who knows? Disney's done sillier things than that. Wayne, speaking of Cars Land, did you check out that little, 
piece of trivia I passed on to you about the... Yes, what was it? Yes, I did, and I've forgotten what it was. Okay, so so when you're walking through, walking in through our special entrance, you know, through yes. the Pacific Wharf, the as you're passing love. by, and and the cars oh, are coming, yes, 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 coming yes. around that banked curve. Yes, and you're listening to the music of the of the area. Well, there's speakers next to next, basically in the flower beds next to the 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 ride rides. And as the cars pass each individual speaker, you hear the sound of the revving vehicle through the speaker. Hmm. So okay. it it basically it it follows it like it amplifies it it, it virtually amplifies the the sound of the car as it's going around that curve. It's a nice effect. Am I explaining it correctly? Yeah, yes. it, it it makes it sound more realistic yeah. as the cars come yeah. down that that big turn right in front of you. Yeah, and like Imagineers, indeed, throwing stuff in like that that they don't really have to do, but they do it anyway because it's really really cool. Has anybody else seen the track lighting when the um, around the speed bank when the uh, when the when red's the, down uh, when it's down? Yes. Um, yeah. I, yeah, it's really, really bright and ugly. Yeah, yeah it is. Kind of see underneath. Oi, we're such geeks. Yeah, oh, we and, and as of last weekend, the tractors, a couple of the tractors were still permanently tipped or not tipping. Yeah, when I went on Friday, the first two were not tipped, but the last one was. Yeah. So which is sad. I know because those are the best tipping cat, tra- cow tractors ever. <laughs> um, at least the last one is because it's the one that makes the noise that I love. The little at the end. Hey Tony, it's your turn. Do you have six housekeepings? I, I think we're changing the uh, this format to the remodeling. This isn't <laughs> housekeeping. We remodeled the whole darn house. This thing's huge. This took forever. We we haven't been to the parks. In the- we, we, no, you guys have. Wayne's been living there and well, complaining yeah. about. Well, and that's and, that's why. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and being famous, and I'm just jealous because I haven't been, and nobody's. You nobody's haven't checked been. to see the progress. You you aren't like nose pressed to the window on the Earl of Sandwich progress. I, I'm I so. I'm oh, pleased. did you see? Did you see they took out the old cups cakes cupcake stand thing? Oh really? The little Gone. tri the little not not the not the new the one. Central the central kiosk. The, the little yeah. tri sided kiosk thing yeah. about time that thing was kind of weird yeah, yeah that was ugly. Yeah. it was a and very a hard sandwich. retail establishment to place i i'll i'm never gonna believe the earl of sandwich until i see it <laughs> i was supposed to already be able to get sandwiches and and i don't i'm a little jaded so here's my you, wine you may make Open it to, the darn you, may, thing. you may make it to florida eat, and eat one there before you eat the yes one. november yeah. there it is are they gonna who's gonna win orlando for the uh Food and wine. Uh, Are you churro betting? Half marathon. No, because really, it's who am I betting? The the builders. I don't think they could care. No, I think we should have. I I think maybe the listeners should have a uh, should have a uh, a baby lottery. You know, an early a baby lottery. 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 You know that's, how you have like the that's baby. That's got to be illegal. A baby it's an lottery. Earl of Sandwich pool. Oh, it's I see. The opening I date. Oh, you're right. That's a good. I like that. That is a good idea. Mm. Got, you know what? Okay, because of the way Cars Land was with me, 
And I was in Orlando when Cars Land opened. Guarantee it's going to open when Tom and I are in Orlando. Yeah, it's going to be. It's op- it'll open the second. No, but they said late summer and no- November Wait, you guys is are going technically on vacation fall. Vacation together? Oh, that's right. You're. Do- are you doing a race? Yeah, he wants to I'm do doing that. The, uh, I want to do the coast to coast half marathon. He wants so. the big big boy medal. Yeah, I want that. Just and I, that'll be it. I'm done. But I want to. You're do done it, running so forever. Will you? Will you? Think I'm thinking about it. About wine and dine. I will find out. I just discovered, I finally got the email, and I haven't been reading it, because I've been worried about the uh, the Disneyland Half Marathon, which I'm realizing why I didn't want to do it, and why everybody... That's coming up in, Isabel. like, what, three weeks? Yes, and it's, like, 95 degrees out, and I finally we, got We would to, cheer you on, but it's going to be 95 degrees out. I'm a little concerned, because do I have really been cowbells? working on running. Oh, don't yes, need I it. Have if, you out, if you come out, you're not intelligent. I'm sorry. Oh, don't root. Wow. It's 98 degrees. I, the only reason I'm doing it is so I can go to Orlando and get the medal. No way. It's too hot. But this you don't time, need though, to. I don't it, care about but time. Remember, you I'm don't need to picture. do it to get the medal in get, Orlando. Yeah, you do. No, because you already did one this year. No, to get the, no, to get coast to coast. Oh, you you're did right. The team, yeah. Oh, maybe I'll just ditch it. There you go. Just eat the money and stay at the hotel. Just, show up, at the, just show up at the finish line. Yeah. Do you mean like we're in a we're in a golf cart? And... Yeah. Yes. Let's have a scandal. <laughs> um, no. Um, Local podcaster. I, yeah, I, yeah. I finally started running again to get ready, and oh my gosh, it's hot. And I decided that I don't think I'm going to worry about a good time, and that's going to be good for me because I've never been able to review a race and actually talk about the fun stuff because I'm just running by everybody to. Do my best time. I'm going to take my time and take pictures with all the characters. Are you talking about this one or the one in Florida? Yeah, no, this one. Okay. This one. Well, especially if it's 130 degrees out. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to, yeah. Finally, right. I added some housekeeping. You happy? No, Yay! Okay. <laughs> all right. It's been an hour. I think, I think we're I waned, done with housekeeping. I waned a little. I, I waned. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not mean that. I whined a little. Oh, man! <laughs> I think we might have to call it a Wayne. I like <laughs> that is now a verb. So does that mean? Does that mean we have Wayne and cheese? Ooh, yeah. that was bad. Uh, with, with I, and, I, and, and, and Wayne, I literally didn't mean it that way, but I think it actually works. Oh, uh, Wayne tasting sounds so bad. <laughs> oh God! Before this gets any worse, let's let's let's. Be We're gonna lose our rating on that one. Let's go over to Tony with the Wait, news, our, please. That was all you. So you, you are. We're going to lose ours, even though I was the one who made made that up. Okay. News, Tony. News, and please oh, gee, get us out of this whole thing. Okay. Um, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go to the news, why don't we put a Carsland lanyard on the line for whoever gets the closest to the early sandwich date? There you go. And no calling like contacts, you know, or. You know, builders, or you got to just guess. No cheating. Okay, we'll start right. a th- we'll start a thread up on the Disneyland board. Why don't they just email it to us? Oh uh, yeah, there you go. Email it to DL podcast. DL podcast. DL podcast people. DL. Drop the DL, you don't get to us. Anyway. Are you Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead, Tony. News. Talk it up. Wow. That was not necessary, Nancy. Tuck it up. Tuck it up, Tony. Make something up. Hey, man, Make up this news. Is a week of Create some week. news. <laughs> okay. Well. And if not, Joan Rivers is going to enter this conversation. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. The news. A 600-room water park resort in Garden Grove, California, 
The Great Wolf Resort has moved closer to its groundbreaking great after a wolf, wolf Resort? I'd, the Great Wolf Resort. Okay. Let me finish. Indian Casino? No. I was hoping. I don't know. Okay. Um, it's um, yeah, called the Great Wolf Resort. Uh, Resort sorry. It's moved closer to its groundbreaking after a payment schedule for the water park hotel was approved by the city of Garden Grove. A city oversight board approved the 600-room resort as an enforceable obligation, as well as a recognized obligation payment schedule. The seven-member committee is comprised of city, county, and school board representatives appointed after the state's redevelopment agencies were disbanded. The matter will now go to state officials for final approval before development can begin. So are they like, is the state funding this or the city funding no, this or something? No, no, the city, well, can you? Sorry, go As, ahead. Finish. Let me finish the story, and maybe some of your questions will be answered. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Spatel. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You aren't going to recess. Um, the city of Garden Grove, acting as the successor agency apple. to the redevelopment agency, will give the property to the developer for no extra cost. Does that answer your question? So they're giving the property for free. Uh-huh. Yeah. The project is expected to provide $8 million of tax revenue to the city, as well as 6,000 to 7,000 construction jobs and an equal number of permanent jobs, said city manager Matthew Fertile. It's quite a boost to the economy, he said. There is already a Great Wolf Resort in Grapevine, Texas, if anyone wants to Google it and find out about it. And the planned Great Wolf Resort in Garden Grove will be 12 stories, have a 600-room hotel, and a 130,000-square-foot water park, including, get ready for this, the Howling Tornado, a six-story vortex water ride. Yep, a swirling toilet bowl of doom. <laughs> and the reason this is a story, for those that are wondering about Garden Grove again, is Garden Grove borders Anaheim. They've spent a lot of money. I know I've said this before if you're a long-time listener. Um, they've spent we, we a lot of money. We have long-time listeners? Yeah. yeah. Well, long-time, three. Over <laughs> okay. three is an account. Um, the, Garden uh, Grove is right down Harbor Boulevard. I mean, and you can stay there, and art even stops there, the the Anaheim Resort Transit. So it's in the process of – they're smart. That's what I think. I think they're smart. I mean, because they have the ability to do that stuff with land where Anaheim and Disney doesn't necessarily have it. What's interesting yep. to see is if that some of these – if this, something like this comes on before Disney's supposed, you know, third gate ever opens. So I'm interested. Yeah, that's not going to happen yeah. anytime soon. Well, I bet you this will. Not they're if they're taking cars the- land to Florida. Yeah. Not okay, so there's a former Disneyland employee has filed a federal lawsuit accusing Disney of discrimination based on her religion. Iman Budlal claims Disney refused to let her wear her religious headscarf at work in view of customers when she worked as a restaurant hostess at the Stories Teller's Cafe in the Grand Californian Hotel. Former Disney worker Iman Budlal filed a federal lawsuit against Disney alleging she was discriminated against and harassed because of her religious beliefs. Foodlaw 28 began working at the Storyteller's Cafe in 2008. She decided to begin wearing the hijab or headscarf at work in 2010. She claimed supervisors told her the headscarf violated Disney's employee's dress code and gave her the options of either being able to wear the covering in the back out of the view of customers or to wear a hat on top of the hijab. When she refused either option, Budlaw claimed she was removed from the work schedule. Budlaw's suit also claimed she was harassed by co-workers who used racial slurs toward her, despite continued complaints to her supervisors. 
Attorneys with the American Civil Liberties Union filed the lawsuit in which Food Law is asking for a policy change that would allow Muslim women to wear hijabs at work, sensitivity training, and unspecified compensation. I can say this word, guys. Compensatory damages. All right, I did it. Compensatory. Thank you, of course. That's very important to understand fully, Richardson said. She was working as a hostess in a restaurant. She wasn't asked to dress like Snow White. She was wearing khaki pants and a vest. Disney spokeswoman Susie Brown... Why would she be asked to dress like Snow White? Snow White dresses like Snow White. Yeah. If, you could, if you would like to discuss it with Mr. Richardson, I'm sure he'd be more than willing to. Am I... And you can discuss it with the lawyers. I'm just reading his quote. News is supposed to be impartial. You guys can give your comments after I read. Okay, so back. Disney spokeswoman Susie Brown. Oh, the company poor Susie. Ad- Sorry, uh, commentary you know, later. No, it's Finish. Funny when I was doing the research for the story and I see Susie Brown, I actually thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, she's got to say something again. Disney spokeswoman Susie Brown said the company attempted to work with Food Law. Walt Disney Parks and Resorts has a history of accommodating religious requests from cast members of all faiths, Brown said in a statement. We presented Ms. Boudlaw with multiple options to accommodate her religious beliefs, as well as offered her several roles that would have allowed her to wear her own hijab. Unfortunately, she rejected all of our efforts and has since refused to come to work. Comment? Go ahead. You guys know how I feel about the story. I... Every single Disney cast member, I don't care who you are, you have since nineteen fifty five. Yep. You've had the Disney look drilled into you since right before you came. They even give you an out. When I worked at the Disney store, I was asked, Do I have a problem with this policy? If I do then maybe it's not a good match for me. Then, you know, and I've I i did not I worked for the Disney store for three and a half years and Ah, and, and, she worked and, for him before she before she decided to become more serious in her faith. Is that okay? I was going to ask what why why two years later suddenly. Yeah, that was my thing. Yeah, so she knew for two years what this was going to do, and the fact that the union that darn union. I'm sorry. I unions are good in many many places. They're a bunch of wonderful, fabulous unions that work for Disney that have no problem getting along with Disney. We don't have but a financial this, relationship. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yes. And, and everybody who's going to complain, it's Nancy at, at uh, WDWM. I mean, I even belong to a, a healthcare workers union. So, you know, what it's worth, unions have their place in society. However, this union is the most ridiculous of all of the unions I have ever met. They don't do a darn thing for their people except encourage them to go on strike, to hold press conferences, to protest. Is, the, is this the same union? union yes. That, uh, well, now, how do you, I have to ask, because in my research for the story, they didn't mention anything about the union. Oh, Are this comes sure? back from when we first started talking about it. The union was yeah. right there behind her, standing up at the podium with her. Okay. Now, do you guys um, and think- this is the Unite Workers whatever, that always causes all the hotel problems. Gotcha. With the, um, I have a question. Housekeeping. Yeah. Do any of you guys think, because it started in 2008, that this was all a setup? That this was, we're going to have you work there for a few years, and then, I mean, do you think this was a planned thing, or it just happened to be, personally, now she became more, I'm going to follow my faith more strictly? I'm just, your I, opinion, not that there's a I right or wrong answer, a- I just wonder. 
I don't think it was a planned thing. I think the union jumped on it like hot potatoes when they heard about it. And I think that some people think this goes back to our entire civilization having this entitlement thing. I mean, the meat generation was the worst thing to happen to kids in the 80s. Yeah, I mean... Nancy's going off. The cynic in in me thinks, okay, you know, she's working at at this job for two years, and she mentions to somebody in passing that she's not allowed to wear this garment, and they say, what? You're not allowed to wear that? And starts putting this in her mind. Yeah. And so what then, are they hoping to get out of this? What's was, the goal here? It was the word that I can't say, Nancy. Go ahead. Money? Compa- the, compa- oh, comp- compensatory. Compensation. Oh, oh I can say compensation. Word. No, there's it's okay. Money. No, yeah. it's no. Well, there's no. Just let's be. I'm trying to be Edward well, Armour here. You know, it's for, once again somebody trying to pull down the huge corporate monster. Wait. You wait, know, that wait. is Disney. Well, I never thought wait. I would be the, 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 the rational, not. <laughs> crazy one, but I'm just re- I'm just letting you know what it says. It says asking the ACLU is asking for a policy change yeah. that would allow Muslim women to wear the hijabs. Sensitivity training. Oh, there's tons of sensitivity training in Disney, and tons. unspecified compensatory damages. Yeah, I'm thinking Disney maybe has that's worse. the main reason. Yeah. It's hey, let's ta- see if we can take down the corporate giant. Let's let's show Disney that they're not almighty and all powerful. Which how, how how long ago was this filed? No, it was just filed officially. Okay, recently. Now, yeah, and, like this week. Yeah. And we they, talked they about talked this about story. It, a- is ACLU also? And no, that they're not involved with the segways, are they? I'm not that's a sure. Different, that's a different acronym. Yeah, it's a different. Um, yeah, that's the um, Americans with Disabilities. And, yeah, yeah. The ADA. Yeah. The ADA about DCA. Oh, I just find that. I just find that. Okay. In the I'm US. Really yeah, thank you. Okay, let's go on to our Do last. We have some happy news. Yeah. Well, yes, if you're a shareholder, especially. <laughs> um, I have one. It, okay. Well, he's in here in Ooh. great shape. Woo-hoo. The Disneyland Resort. I get my hit thirty cent check every year. Yeah. <laughs> the Disneyland Resort hit an all-time high for the spring and early summer season. The company announced. The Walt Disney Company reported its earnings for the third quarter, which ran April first to June thirtieth, a period when the Disneyland Resort saw record attendance. The quarter ended just fifteen days after the completion of DCA's one billion dollar makeover, including the opening of Cars Land. Ta-da, here we go. For the first time, Disney California Adventure was drawing half of the visitors who came to the resort. Uh-huh. First time ever. Before, Cal- before, California Adventure drew just about 25% of tourism traffic, said Bob Iger. California Adventure is now an excellent park in its own right, I- Iger said during a conference call with investors. Well, yeah, he's advertising, whatever. Um the three Anaheim hotels are booking rooms substantially ahead of Walt Disney World's pace, Iger said. It's being driven, we believe, by the investment in California Adventure. Disney no longer releases figures comparing West and East Coast parks. The Walt Disney Company itself had its strongest ever quarter with $1.8 billion in net income. We had a phenomenal third quarter, delivering the largest quarterly earnings in the history of our company, Iger said. Earnings per share went up 31% over last year driven by growth in every one of our businesses. 
and Tom Bell will receive an extra 10 cents of that. Thank you. And so, there you go. Has has anybody anybody ever listened? One thing I noticed is when I went to check for some rapid fire stuff, and maybe other people have been to the website, but the picture of Disneyland and California Adventure are equally sized mm-hmm. on the site. Yeah. You go to that site and it's equal. And I yep. just, that's, if you had ever, if you would have ever told me that that I'd ever see that at Disneyland where they're purposely showing it both equally, I just think psychologically that's a huge deal. And obviously it's working because they had a record attendance. Has anybody ever listened to that, those calls? Somebody no. sent, sent me a link to this, this particular one. I was on Facebook and somebody said, hey, here's, here's the link to the call. And so you could listen in to Iger and, uh, Rusulo. And then all these, you know, investing firms calling in, asking questions. And, I, you know, I think, I thought Tony was bad reading stuff off a teleprompter. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I kid because I love. I know. Um, I'm going to hurt. You love. Yeah. Anyway, they, they were reading this, you know, all this information and Iger is so stiff anyway and just trying to read all these numbers and acronyms and it's like, oh my goodness. I, I listened f- to most of it and then finally I'm like, okay, I got to click out of this. I can't listen anymore. Because it was really, it was, are pretty dry. It was very dry. That's yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, I was at Paradise Pier this weekend, Paradise Pier Hotel this weekend, and when I checked in, they they literally told me that Thursday night they had no availability. It, the wow. hotel, the room, there was no room at the inn. I mean, it is summer, but still, I mean. Yeah. When we checked in on the third, we were told that they had been full for the grand had been full for yeah. the last two days. And by the way, I will have a review on that in a future show. So what your Paradise Pierce Day? Yes, ma'am. Cool. Yeah. And that that was the news, Tony. Yeah, but you guys found just continuing this. Are we gonna like? Is this like a telephone? And yes. the longer we're on, the more money we're, we're, we're trying raise? to raise money yes. for for the answer. Wow. Yes. Yeah. wow! All right, time for rapid fire. Let's start with Wayne. Alrighty then. On our last podcast, which seems oh so long ago, I updated you on some of the happenings at the Walt Disney Family Museum. And after we finished our show, I was thinking, okay, all of that is fine, but how would you make a trip to the museum if you don't live in the San Francisco area or if you don't happen to be visiting already? How do you visit the museum if your real plans are just to go to the Disneyland Resort, but you think it's really cool? Okay, so I've heard all kinds of suggestions about how you can make a San Francisco day trip from Los Angeles. And while all that is possible, for most of us, it really isn't practical considering the time and expense for just one day. So I thought about what I would do if I wanted to make this trip. My suggestion is to bookend a visit to the Disneyland Resort with a trip to the Disneyland Museum either before or after your visit to Anaheim. And I recommend visiting the museum first. For example, if you plan a week's trip, this becomes very doable, and with all the extra days you're going to need for Cars Land anyway, this works out great. Here's what I would do. First, fly or drive into San Francisco 
stay in the Fisherman's Wharf area, which is very convenient to the museum and has tons of restaurants and shops and activities for you to do when you arrive. The next day, plan on spending most of the day at the Family Museum. Trust me, you will want to spend that entire time so you won't have to rush and can spend the time you want. This is a perfect introduction to a great Disney vacation. It will really get you in the mood and get you thinking and experiencing the whole Disney thing prior to your visit to the parks. You'll feel like you've really made a connection to Walt and his dreams. Now that evening or whenever you've had, you know, whenever you've seen of much of the museum as you like, you can still have more time in San Francisco to see stuff and the following day, Travel to Anaheim, either fly or drive, it's going to take you between a half or three quarters of the day, which still gives you plenty of time that evening to do downtown Disney or the Disneyland Hotel or even grab evening activities at the parks. And then the rest of your days, as many as you want, are spent in the parks and then fly home from Los Angeles. This gets you a visit to the museum with minimal planning and is a great start to a Disneyland visit. So. If you're a Disneyland fan and love traveling to see great Disney destinations, and I think that's why we're all here, you really need to put the Disney Family Museum on your list. It's really not that all that far from Disneyland once you put it all together, and I know once you visit, you will have a wonderful experience. All right. Thank you, Wayne. Nancy? Oh, can I add something on to Wayne's? We should probably remind people, like Tony mentioned, the museum, if your kids are younger, consider that it may not be the best experience it's, it's, for them. It's, it's not, it's not Disneyland, it's a museum. Yeah. Yes. So, so just throw that in mind. If you're a big family that's traveling or a family of four or whatever, you know, if your kids are younger. Because mine, I don't think, would necessarily have the patience. They're five and seven. I agree. Let, I me, agree. let me piggyback on that real quick. Um, I I went to the Reagan Reagan uh, Library and Museum the other day, and they have a new Walt Disney Treasures of the Archives exhibit. And so maybe next show or the, or the show after, I'll talk a little bit about that. But how long is that running, Tom? Uh, till April, I believe. Oh, very so, good. So, so yeah, quite people a while. got plenty of time. We got plenty of time to do that. So I'll, I'll talk about that in, in a future show. But again, that's it's a museum. It's not. It's 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 kid friendly. There's some interactive stuff in in the Reagan part of it, but in the the Disney part of it, it's not all that interactive. And in fact, the first room really reminded me of the Walt Disney Family Museum. Because it had some of the like letters and you know laughogram stock certificates and things like that, plus like video running in the walls and things like that. So it really reminded me of the of the Disney Family Museum. And like I said, I'll talk about that more in a future show. Um, go ahead, Nancy. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, um, Disneyland over the last week has made two larger announcements with. Absolutely no other additional information. (laughs) The first one is they're they're announcing that they're currently working on bringing the glow with the show ears to um, Fantasmic, Uh but of course no information, no dates, no nothing. Well, I think they kind of have a date. Do they? I didn't see a date in the article I read. Well, because they're they're doing annual passholder preview at the end of the month. 
Well, okay. That they still so, haven't officially said when they're going to start no, but for it, everybody, it, though. It'll, it should be around then, I would think. Yeah, I would think. But you know, you never know. We also uh, we also heard that Murphy was going to be around earlier. <laughs> But it seems like they can set up glow at the show a lot easier. Yeah. Um, the second thing, which they haven't really announced much more on, but the official thing is that the Princess Fantasy Fair up in the Fantasyland Theater is now, boom, boom. closed, done. Yay. And Best the, thing ever. Sorry. Well, it, and that they're going to do some. Something They're going to start work on yeah. some unknown theater show project. Which, Yay. of course, they've never really, they haven't released any information on that either. But you can find the princesses up near Small World, assuming they're maybe going to be up on that platform where they have the villains during the Halloween party, or they have some of the special event stuff, like the Chinese performers for um, Chinese New Year, stuff like that, up on that platform area. Um, they did have a How is that affecting Merida? Um, well, Merida's around, oh, no, the the place where they had like the Chinese New Year activities okay. is actually farther over than yeah. the Merida start. It's yeah. more towards the um, the very corner of the platform, parallel with Merida the fantasy boat launch area. So we may need to take a look at that and see what and actually put some pictures up. Yeah, because that's that. that's happening for quite a while, I think, till it's... Yeah, spring, it makes me wonder how they're going to work the queues for a Small year. World holiday. Yeah, well, Merida will probably be retired. Gone by then, by then yeah. yeah. Back to Scotland. But still, that if you've got a hot day on, a, you know, a hot meaning popular day on Small World holiday, it takes up that whole queue. Yeah. So... I don't know. It should be an interesting winter in the small world area. Um, but they did put a nice picture out. My youngest daughter was very excited to see the pictures of the models of the new um, Princess Fantasy Fair area. And it looks like they're going to keep it. Obviously, that stage is going to come back to being a usable stage. Uh, and they've got some nice decoration in the building. And I'm assuming they're not bringing back the secret potty. <laughs> I'm just I'm just making that assumption, not from what I saw. <laughs> so that's I get. You know, this was a, a crazy week for rapid fires because they put out a lot of uh-huh. stuff. Oh yeah, I, this week it's either feast it was, or famine. Yeah. I, I tell you, it's not. It's why don't they make it life easier for us podcasters? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and, and speaking of things that happened while I was in the parks on Friday. We got word that there is a new tour, or actually a change to a current tour. Starting September 9th, the Walk in Waltz Footsteps tour becomes the Walk in Waltz Disneyland Footsteps, which, first of all, leads me to believe there may be a Walk in Waltz California Adventure Footsteps coming soon. And I'll Mm. I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But this new tour... uh, Includes all the things that were on the old tour. Um, you go th- on uh, two select rides. You have a private lunch on Main Street there at the at the guided tour gardens. You get an exclusive collectible pin, and of course the big thing currently is that you get a look in the lobby of the famed Club Thirty Three. Which and that that tour the current tour is was sixty four dollars. Well, what they've done 
is they've added an exclusive look at Walt Disney's private apartment above the firehouse to the tour. The tour bumps in cost from 64 up to $109. Uh, of course, you still get a 20% discount for annual pass holders, AAA, DVC, Disney Visa. Um, they've bumped the time of the tour from 9 to 9.30, and that tour is available daily. So, uh, like I said, it starts September 9th, and so I think they book 30 days out, so you can start booking up through you know 30 days at this point. Um, the Also, speaking of tours... Um, I'm, I'm guessing by the time this podcast goes up, we should have information on the site about the Halloween tours, the haunted, the haunted tours. What are they called? Um, the, the happiest haunts yeah. tours. The, yeah. That pricing should go up because it's within 30 days, so those pricing should be up. I would think by the time this podcast goes up, and I, I directly asked someone at Disney about California Adventure tours, uh, tours at California Adventure. And they're bringing back Segway. I okay. Let, let, let me let me let me finish what I was going to say, and then I'll get somebody in trouble by answering that. Um, the response was, "I have no comment on that, or I cannot comment." Oh on yes, that. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I, I did ask about Segway. Yeah, I kind of joked about Segways, and yeah, the 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 the. Off, basically, off the record response was that wouldn't be very um, politically correct. That, that's not the word, but you know that, that's at this of, point with the way the tour, with the way the, the, the loss is yeah, going. Yeah, with the things the way they are, that wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, bummer. It wouldn't look good. So that I, I don't see that the Segway tour is coming back to Disney California Adventure. I love the Segway tours they have in yeah, Florida, and great. I always wanted to do the one here and just never. never it was cool. It was fun. Yeah. All right, uh, Mr. Spatel. Okay. Annual pass holders can save up to $30 on a ride maker's RC ride. It's only for like three days. We'll go during those three days. It's off. The offer is valid August 31st through September 2nd, so you can plan accordingly. But saving 30 bucks is a lot. On, a, on right, yeah. On, on what it is, it's um, it's a box, and that's it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, you get any ride body. So you're gonna have to explain this, Tom, because you know about the whole ride makers okay, yeah. thing. Um, but you can choose um, any ride body. Mm-hmm. Sure. Including the Corvette, the Dodge wow. Viper and Ram, Ford Mustang, Super Chief, and Lightning McQueen, Mater, Marvel nice. Spider-Man, many more. Yeah, all those. Okay. You you build your ride with the RC chassis. Oh, you with the remote control? It, yep. That's usually, control an up, that's usually an upgrade. Okay. Yeah. Make it street or monster. Bigger tires or smaller tires? Okay. It's kind of like, you know, like Donnie Marie. I'm a little bit street. A I'm little a little bit, bit monster. Yeah. Um, wear purple socks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can add stock wheels. This is... And treads. <laughs> I'm going to do it very Because they have Z's on them. Okay, yeah. They add Z's. you got to read it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you're an annual pass holder, you get the um, – you show your passport and you get receive the RC ride and stock wheels and treads for $39.99. Premium wheels and treads and all additional parts and accessories are extra. Um, and it's not valid on prior purchases. A ride maker's bash or ride maker's <laughs> gift cards is – Man, Disney's so cool. I mean, I'm just, I love that any place that could put a Z 
They put a Z even if it's not necessary. Um, well, you know, um, that's, then having, that's it. So having, for three days, chatted with, chatted, having chatted with their CEO, he actually has a Z on his, too. Uh, he is the ZEO. Nice. Wow. Okay, so yeah, but, they they do that. Like I said, they do. Like Tony said, they do the Z's. They do. So yeah, thirty. Can. That's a huge. Okay, I'm not interested in one, nor would my son really be interested in one. But for that price, that's if you were debating. Tell me, well, tell me the I, price again. Thir, it's thirty nine ninety nine. It says save up to thirty bucks. Nice. So that's a yeah. huge discount. Yeah. Again, our pat. Because usually, you're, usually you're paying. Paying by by the piece, basically every upgrade is yeah. extra. Yeah, and it includes all the I'm assuming the better bodies, including like Lightning McQueen. Yeah, I was going to say Earth. I'm surprised it includes Lightning McQueen. Yeah, and again, I know we sometimes talk about Disney World's uh, pass holders and how weak they are. The not the pass holders themselves. The discounts. Great yeah. people. The discounts. The great um, people. Yes, they're great people. <laughs> the disc. The discounts. I don't know any personally, I mean, but I'm sure they're great people. Yes, so. exactly. Well, wait, we're both, we are Disney World Pass oh, holders. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So we're great, we're great, so. Um, we're half great. <laughs> yeah, half great. Um, but 30 bucks is a huge, that's almost a 50% discount. Yeah. That's a great discount, but it's only August 31st, September 1st, and September 2nd. So if you don't mind dealing with the, uh, so I'll be there. If you don't mind being there in the hottest part of the year with all the, uh, half marathoners. Yeah, I was gonna say that's Labor can, Day weekend. Great. Yeah, I, I, I don't get why they keep promoting People that do get there on Labor Day weekend. Well, obviously they're doing this too. So, anyways, that's a well, really because most Californians are in school by then, and it's empty sometimes on Labor well, Day weekend. Well, also it's either they've started school or a lot of there are also a lot of schools that start the day after Labor Day. Yeah. So, but that's a really awesome deal for that. So, yep. there you go. All right. Gee, you could take somebody on their birthday weekend, huh, guys? There you go. You, you somebody have a birthday coming up? Mm. Yeah. One, two, three. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, 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 whatever. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, you got to get your mom to change your birthday. I know. I'm going to change right. my birthday. That's right. Come on. Go with the program. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That was rapid fire. Okay, and Mary Jo's not here f- with a thread of the week, and we've been talking forever. So I pulled up this thread, and I, we will. Ju- I'm just going to read through it, and then we will not comment on it, because we've already commented on it. The thread of the week is from Barn Grow, and the thread is called, Has Matterhorn Suddenly Become the Most Uncomfortable Ride at Disneyland? Just yes. returned yeah. from four days at the resort, and although the weather was quite warm, we had a great time. My only complaint was about the new sleds at the Matterhorn. They are the most freaking uncomfortable things I have ever ridden in. They have got to fire the person or persons responsible for the design of these vehicles, as they might be fine for a plastic jug of water, but they are very uncomfortable for a normal human. I hoped they kept the old sleds, because the new ones are a joke. Just my opinion, but a guy in the sled right in front of me was rubbing his neck after the ride, and he wasn't kidding. And that was on the Fantasyland side, which used to be a lot, a little smoother than the Tomorrowland side. Ouch. So I thought that was kind of fun, and I think this is probably the thread you've referred to, Wayne, when you talked about yep. people complaining about it. Yep. So I just will we'll throw up a link to that in the show notes. The human actually roof. a good, good thread. <laughs> yes. The human posture compared to a jug of water. Hmm. No, I think he was comparing the sleds to a jug of water. <laughs> well, let me let me see. Oh, I may analyze that. Um, see. Fine for a jug of water, but not for the human. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. 
<laughs> I thought he was referring to the plastic. All right, folks, uh, that is going to do it for this segment. Are we actually of the done? Woo! <laughs> no, we are nowhere near done, Nancy. I know, I'm just kidding you. <laughs> it's for all those people who only listen to this part of our show. Okay. Yes. All two of them. Yeah. All right, Nancy, Wayne, Tony, thank you. That's going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other two shows this week. We will be back again with you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.